So, what's missing? Did you notice that Luke's version of the Lord's Prayer is a lot shorter than the version we say from Matthew every week? So what is not there that we normally say? The ending one is not in the oldest versions even in Matthew, but we Protestants think it's royal or regal or we like the rhythm so we don't give it up. <laughs> Biblical scholars for centuries have noted these differences between Matthew and Luke. Part of that effort was to figure out now what did Jesus actually say? We will never know. Many of the phrases between the two versions, of course, are exactly the same. And there are some ancient copies of Luke where all the Matthew phrases have been put back in. But that's rather easy to explain. If you knew Matthew and you came along to Luke's and you're writing it out, you say, oops, something's missing here. Maybe I'll just make a little correction. In Luke, this prayer has a context. Jesus had been praying. A disciple asks for instruction. A response is given. So this is a part of a conversation, not just a lecture about prayer. He's actually inviting a disciple to pray. In that way, it's also different from the Sermon on the Mount. In the Sermon on the Mount, it just, well, pray like this. Boom, there you got it. So we take a moment now for what is left out. The final phrase, of course, deliver us from evil, yes. But many of these phrases just kind of expand on what's already there. If we are delivered from evil, probably that's connected to the kingdom arriving or the saving us from the time of trial. It's a little hard when we come to the cancellation of debts. Both Matthew and Luke are quite strong that debts will be forgiven. But Luke has a particular formulation, and forgive us our sins for, meaning because, we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us. Luke says we know that God forgives because we have been so actively forgiving everybody. Hmm. That does presume quite a lot, doesn't it? We are an age more attuned to compound interest than to forgiving debts. But who knew how expensive the Lord's Prayer would be? But this week I was particularly struck by Luke's stark beginning. Father. No heaven. And maybe that's because Jesus is close at hand in Luke. So we don't need to have our cries going all up to heaven. God is right near in the presence of Jesus. 
And even more potent for me was the absence of that little word, our. In this time of extreme polarization, the Lord's Prayer in Luke has no hour. This Father we pray to is for everyone, embracing even those we might not choose to include. This Father is not limited to Christians, nor to white folk fuming about the loss of Christian civilization. None of those can name this Father as theirs. The prayer simply says, Father. Yes, God is Father and Mother to us, but in Luke, this Father is not ours. I think that's quite strong. As a community that aims to be inclusive, we constantly say we're trying to draw the circle wide as the song goes. We keep trying to make the us bigger so that more might find their way to the love of Christ. And the sociologists tell us this is a really bad strategy because people like to be with people they like who are like them. But in this prayer, we do not need to worry about the size of the circle because there is no circle. The name hallowed is not peculiar to us. The realm of God we pray for is larger than any boundaries. It can include those for whom the relationship with God is more like a mother than a father. But this God, who does not belong to us, is the one we reach toward, who then is willing to hear us, who wants to love with an abiding, surprising love. Only when we get to daily bread is there an us. And am I really glad that it's us and not me, my? God's realm is not fulfilled until no one is left hungry, regardless of the price of wheat. And the walk into this prayer is a walk into forgiveness. One should not pray this prayer given to us by Jesus without counting the cost. Indeed, save us from the time of trial. Spare us when we are hanging on to way too much. Sometimes shorter is better. Amen. But this short prayer is part of a longer encouragement to pray. Ask, seek, knock, make a ruckus in the night or in the street, wake everyone up, have at it, pray. How could we not? Prayer is the longing for love, connecting to the source of love, discerning where love is lacking, hoping love will find its way, 
listening for how to give love, opening us ever more profoundly and more joyously into the very heart of love. We should be careful not to turn these exuberant sayings into pious formulations. Then they risk becoming tests rather than encouragement. No openings ahead? Well, maybe you don't know how to knock. If you are not finding, something must be wrong with your search. As if prayer were just an uplifting spiritual version of Google gone astray. But I can't ask, can't help asking, how does this really work? The asking, seeking, knocking, they're clear, not too far from contemporary hustle, just directed at God. But the promise of finding, opening, receiving, that's less obvious. What about the father in Sri Lanka waiting in line for medicine for his daughter? Will he find? Is his prayer not fervent and earnest? And if his prayer should somehow sneak his daughter past the utter bankruptcy of his country, what about all the other mothers and fathers in the same line? Are they not also asking, seeking, hoping for an opening? Sometimes I admit I cannot see this receiving, this finding, this opening forward. But Jesus sees, and that's important and pushes us beyond our calculus of gain and loss, beyond the scorecard marking who seeks and who finds. Jesus just affirms, flat out, God wants the best for us, all of us. And the Jesus who stands with us is the same Jesus who prays, let this cup pass from me, sweating blood, and yet he still finds that the way forward is the way of the cross. It is this same Jesus who tells us how we are God's children and no mother gives her child a scorpion when they ask for a bread, for an egg. We are invited not so much into a system of spiritual winners and losers, but into this strong relationship if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Jesus goes beyond our limited vision. We have the gift of the Holy Spirit. It may not be the answer to everything, but it is the gift in everything. In the end, 
The love of God is more gracious than the transactions ask, get, seek, find, knock, open. Love often comes as a surprise, even when we are not asking. A warm, healing embrace we didn't seek. A wary conversation that opens onto a friendship we didn't expect. Love sometimes is the quiet peace in the night that chases away our fears. The mercy of God sometimes just is. No asking, no searching, no knocking. The Holy Spirit is there waiting to be breathed in. And in this presence, we are no longer seekers or finders. We are just together, praying, Father, some of us Mother. We are children of a family so large that it has no defining characteristic except that it is bound in God's love. And it is costly, this prayer. In the presence of the Spirit, we discover sisters and brothers, a whole sea of them, waiting in lines in Sri Lanka or Somalia, asking for their daily bread. Dare we ignore the whisper of the Spirit? Ah, we are part of the gift they need. Prayer plunges us into the glorious abyss of love, where we find ourselves making a ruckus, knocking with desperate fists. But rarely do we manage on our own. So we come together here to pray. And sometimes there's a miracle. And in the sound around us, we sing the life fuller than we ever thought to seek. In the affirmations of others, God's realm invades our dreams and lifts us to joys not dependent on the price of petro or on the measure of status. To pray is not an exercise in tilting the universe towards what we want. God is not some overgrown Santa Claus handing out goodies to the good. To pray is this profound leap of faith that at the center of things, God is love. And indeed, love changes things. And most of all, that is what's missing. Amen.